0: Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. Think- good <laughs> morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 9th. It's going to be like 60 degrees today. That is awesome because everything else kind of sucks. Uh, but that doesn't suck because it's a beautiful day. Uh, no one's going to say thank God it's Monday. But listen, Monday is the first day of opportunity. That's how I look at it. That's how I drown myself in happiness and Positivity Monday, the first day of opportunity. So, uh, so yeah, we lost on Saturday, lost to the shorthanded Golden State Warriors. I tweeted before we lost uh, that if we lose tonight, I riot. A friend of mine said we're not going to lose tonight, and I wasn't so sure. Honestly, I wasn't so sure. We should have won. No Steph, no Draymond, uh, you know, no Clay, obviously. Uh, they had Angel Wiggins, but did they really, even though in the first quarter, Angel Wiggins looked like he looked good in the first quarter, honestly, he looked good. He was doing a lot of things. Uh, and then in the third quarter, I actually forgot he played on the Warriors for a minute. This is the true story. I literally forgot he was on the Warriors, um, which is only a thing Angel Wiggins can do. But listen, I think Wiggins with Stephen Clay is actually going to be good. So, uh, So like, could he be better than Harrison Barnes? If he buys into the defensive end, can he be better than Harrison Barnes? Yes, he can be, Um, which is how they won the first championship. So anyway, that's not the point. Uh, So we lose. Uh, It's pathetic. Uh, I am going to do something a little bit different today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run down my Twitter timeline starting from the game. Um, And that's kind of how I'm going to decide to talk about this a little bit for a bit um because it was really sad honestly uh so so one of the first things that i had tweeted was i'm not gonna run down every tweet just just gonna kind of look at the timeline and and see what i tweeted so uh at one point i tweeted it's early but we've already gotten lost on a few switches yeah yeah in the first quarter i specifically remember a few times where they set a backside screen and toby and matisse both flashed up instead of to the corner, and neither one of them flashed to the corner now The Warriors missed on a lot of those plays, but it really just goes to show the confusion of what a poorly coached team is going through when a well-coached team is running a good offense, because that's essentially what happened, is they ran a good offense, and us being poorly coached couldn't do anything against it. We couldn't stop it when we needed baskets. I mean, when we needed to get stops, we couldn't stop it, and then when we needed buckets, we couldn't get it because we weren't running an offense, Uh, you know, just... Seem like poor coaching. Uh, don't understand. I, I mentioned how we, I we, we, uh, listen, I like going small. We put Mike Scott at the five. Uh, and I, I generally do like going small, except Mike Scott isn't Draymond Green. All right. And we got to get, what, what did Kylo Quinn do to you, Brett? What did he do to you? Why do you hate him so? Why do you hate his luscious beard? Why do you hate him? I, you must so because you shaved your beard and no one knows why you shaved your beard. You look better with a beard, Brett. So get the beard back. We respect you more. And then you, you, is that why you hate Carlo Quinn? Because Carlo Quinn has a beard and you don't have a beard anymore? I gotta know. I gotta know why you hate Carlo Quinn so much. I don't understand it. Because he would actually help at the five. I, I get you don't want to go to Norvell, Norvell show, you know, Norvell's struggling. You don't want to let him fail. Fine. You don't want to let him make mistakes. Fine. Whatever. The thing is, is I'd rather see Val because our energy was trash. I mean, you could see coming off, off the rip, the energy wasn't good. You know what I mean? It was one of those games. I was about to tweet that in the first quarter. This is one of those games, except that, that I was also about to do a good tweet. And I'm going to get to Al Horford in a second, which is going to be a good tweet. It is going to be a good, yeah, it's going to be a good tweet. So I was going to tweet, I mean, I was going to mention this at one point that if had we won the game, you know, we were maintaining like a six point lead almost the entire game. They, they took over. They took the lead in the second quarter, and then we immediately ballooned it up to eight. And we were kind of just sitting there, and it was going to make me happy, you know, almost a wire to wire four to six point lead that we went and we just win the game. Except no, we didn't win the game, which is also sad. Uh, also realize that the Warriors have gone full Suns front court with Chris and Bender. Yeah, they got Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. and they 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 they're going to turn into serviceable pros. Here we go, uh, to my man Alec. Nothing more terrifying than Alec Burks recognizing a two for one situation. Now we're in all fairness to Alec, we are seeing this in the NBA. Uh, it is getting out of control. Uh, guys going for two for ones, taking ill advised shots. They 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 all think they're stuff and they all think those are good shots. I would much rather hold for a quality shot. Because ultimately we didn't score in the, <laughs> we didn't score in any in either. We went over two in the two for one. You know what I mean. So I'd rather get a quality shot instead of rushing Alec Burks up to to to, to launch an ill uh, an ill advised three pointer. Um, I'm about sick of Alec. Alec, went <laughs> eleven points, four for eight, two for six from three. Uh, you know again I mentioned the Alec Burks revenge game uh question mark it, it, yeah he got revenge on us uh I, you know he didn't play he didn't play that terribly I, he just but you know did he play well no not really uh Glenn out of the two Glenn played well you know uh four for five went two for two from three I uh, had some light-hearted talk uh, shit talking with the Warriors bench uh as if uh, maybe he was saying you guys are gonna miss me uh-huh, and they were laughing like no we're not. You're Glenn Robinson III. You're the third Glenn. We're not going to miss you. Um, He played well, though. Uh, uh, Obligatory Al Horford looks good tonight tweet. I tweeted those words. Al Horford, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 turnovers. Played really, really well, honestly. Was 9 for 16, 2 for 5 from 3. Um, played, Played really well. I, I'm I, I'm a, I'm gonna give him credit where it's due. Played really really well. You take the three pointers out, my seven for eleven. He had a couple mid range jumpers, a couple post ups on, on Marquise Chris. Chris couldn't stop him. Chris just too too small. Uh, which again, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, is surprising because even when other guys are too small, Al was not finishing on them at all. Al also led the team in minutes with, with 35 minutes. Toby played 34, uh, and Mike Scott played 33. Uh, so, you know, Al played well. Hey, good, good for you, Al. I'm, gra- I'm glad you played well. This you, you actually played well the last two games. So, um, you know, good for you. Uh, I can't say you played well on road trip because you didn't. But you played well these last two games. Um, now go back to the bench. And that's the end. Okay, Al? Please be okay with going back to the bench. Please continue this production coming off of the bench where you belong long term. Uh, you belong on the bench. So... That's it. Eric Pascal is a perfect example of why the Warriors value second round picks and why they had no issue trading Glenn and Alec. Yeah, this is true. This is exactly what I mentioned previously. Eric Pascal, a second round pick, has been one of the best players on their team. They would not have given up Eric Pascal. I'll tell you that. Had we offered second round picks, and try to get Eric Pascal, they would have said no. I, I I would almost bet we probably did try to do that. Cause Eric is a walking bucket. He gets buckets. Eric Pascal to me looks like if you took Draymond, right, because he's six six and I think Draymond is six eight. Um, so if you took Draymond and just sucked all the fat out of Draymond, right? It's not like there's a lot of fat, but if you just just like suck the fat out of him, you're left with Eric Pascal. like shrinks a couple inches, still with the long arms, and then you have Eric Pascal. Um who played really well? He does that thing. If you, you probably played with dudes like this around the way, who when they shoot, they uh, they click their heels and and they like lift their they they, uh, they bend their knees in the air, um, and he shoots like that, and it's hilarious. And those jump shots are always money. When I've seen other dudes do it, those are money jump shots. So uh, Eric Paschal. Uh yeah, yeah, dominated us. I mean, he let me see what was his numbers. He finished with. Dude, dude, dude. Eric Pascal, 23 points on eight of twelve shooting, seven for seven from the free throw line, free rebounds, six assists. Um, yeah, yeah, busted our ass. I mean, let's just keep it real. He, 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 he played really, really well. We had no answer for Eric Pascal. No, no one could defend him. Toby couldn't defend him. He could defend everybody on our team, though. Um, and played well. And this is exactly why Golden State values second round picks. We are spending second round picks on career, on, on career journeymen, career tenth, eleventh guys. That's what we just did. We spent two second-round picks on career 10th, 11th guys when we had shake here this entire fucking time. All right? And meanwhile, the Warriors are like, oh, man, listen, we got Draymond with a second-round pick. Now we got Eric Pascoe with a second-round pick. And I'm not saying that Eric is gonna is going to propel them to the next, the, the next iteration of a Warriors dynasty. But, yeah, is he going to be a serviceable, off-the-bench guy? Yes, absolutely. He's going to help them, especially if he can figure out how to shoot consistently from three. He's going to help them. You know what I mean? He's like P.J. Tucker. You know what I mean? That's like a very helpful thing. You, you who, who could not use P- who? What team in the NBA can't use a P.J. Tucker? Uh, there isn't one. Everyone could use P.J. Tucker. Right now, the Rockets could use two or three more P.J. Tuckers, honestly. Um, you, James needs to take a, like a sliver of flesh off of P.J. Tucker, fry it up, and eat it so he can get some heart. Because uh, he's playing with no heart right now. But anyway, that's not the point. So, yeah. Eric Paschal trashed us. Uh... Haven't seen one live-action Disney movie, but this Mulan joint. Yo, Mulan looks really good. I wish I was getting paid for for for, for these for, for anything like this, but Mulan looks excellent. I just want to point that out. Uh, Flyers up 3-1, jumping on the bandwagon. Let's go. Too much Kevin Hart. Was very unhappy about the, the amount of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is not the biggest Sixers fan. Just want to point that out. We're a shake. Uh, I will never understand how Brett chooses the lineups that will close out the first half. Uh, here we go. So this is at the end of the first half. We are we're, we're running with Alec Burks running for two for ones taking yellow-advised jump shots, and Shake is nowhere to be found for whatever reason. And I don't understand. It used to be a thing in the NBA to close out each half with your starters or with your your best lineup. You want to go out in into this into the into halftime on a high note, so you get your starters back in and you roll with it. Except Brett doesn't do that. He never does that. I don't understand how he makes that decision on who's gonna finish the half all right so shake is not in the game for whatever reason shake one of our best players is not in the game he plays 29 minutes listen take three of those minutes from alec and pat him on the shake i don't need 17 minutes of alec burks or 18 minutes of fucking raul netto i need 36 minutes of shake not 29 minutes of shake so don't know what happened to shake my biggest takeaways we're playing a better coach team yeah that's a fact the Warriors are a better coach team. And, and I mentioned this later in, 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 in a later tweet. There are guys who I've heard that, that I appreciate their basketball opinions, you know, largely who've mentioned that they don't think Steve Kerr is that good of a coach, that he's an average coach. And Steve Kerr wiped the floor with Brett just now. So what does that make Brett? Now, listen, I, I, I need to continue saying this because this is important. Brett has not had a consistent lineup his entire time here. And continuity is incredibly important in the NBA. Listen, you, if you're playing the Nuggets in the playoffs. Now the Nuggets just don't have enough scoring punch, I don't I just don't think they have enough. I don't trust Jamal Murray, but I can tell you this, you would be worried playing a team that knows each they know each other, man. They play for each other, they know the system, they know how to how to rely on their experience. You know what I mean? That's like a terrifying thing when you're piecing a team together playing against a team who knows each other. That shit is terrifying. That's why the Celtics are scary. That's what makes the Bucks scary. Because, and and, oh, that's what makes the Raptors scary. I've mentioned this about the Raptors. This is a team that knows each other. All right? These guys know each other. We don't know each other. We don't know the system. We don't know the players. And it shows. So we're playing a better coach team. Uh, Suffering from all the same road issues we always suffer from. Yeah, correct. Suffering from all the same road issues. Toby, uh, Toby was horrible through the first three quarters, honestly. He was, at one point, he was 4-for-16. 4-for-16, this is our superstar. Our quote-unquote superstar at this time. 4-for-16, now credit to Toby, He finishes 6-for-7 down the stretch. And ends the game 10-for-23, has 24 points, 1-for-5 from 3, hit a big 3 late. Uh, if, I, if I'm if i not, if I don't remember correctly. three 3 free throws, needs more free throws. I don't understand. I just, I was paying attention, watching closely. I don't know if it's just that I just don't know how he doesn't draw more contact. I don't get it. I, I I don't get it. I just don't get it. Maybe it's because like, you know, I was thinking about this. So like, 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 like uh uh moonlighting this idea that maybe could it be because players that draw contact, not because James Harden isn't even that fast, man. But people just get on his hip. I don't know. It just seems like every time Toby gets to the rim, he's finished con- finishing contested layups, but it doesn't look like the defender is having any issues contesting it. You know he's never catching up to Toby. He's never chasing him from behind. He's never on his hip. He's just right in front of him with a strong contest, and Toby just finishes the layup to his credit. Uh, but otherwise, there's never just the contact isn't there. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. One day we'll figure out the mystery of why Toby doesn't shoot more free throws. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, the story that they tell about Shake's role po- post All Star break, I don't think anyone realizes how bad that actually looks. So this is a reference to the the, the Brett telling Shake, "You're not gonna play, uh, you know, be ready, but you're not gonna play." And how fucking dumb that looks. Uh, I love Shake so much. So Shake, this is because Shake hit a hit a. I think he hit a wide open three pointer, had a nice layup two in the lane, finished with fourteen points, only ten shots shake probably it's time to shake starts in these game situations i don't need shake taking 15 shots a game when ben and joel are back uh i think 10 to 12 shots is probably his range that's where he where we want him to be uh maybe 10 to 8 to 10 shots uh but in a game like today and when everyone is off the floor if shakes in the game shake you need to be shooting bro there's no reason you took 10 shots and now it took eight in in 12 less minutes because in, in 12 more minutes, Alec would have taken 15 shots. All right, Shake. so I need you to take more shots, man. You're, you're just going to have to do it. Because in games like last night where everyone looks terrified, you're the only player on the road that looks good. Um, you're going to have to start shooting. You, you just got to shoot more. I love you, Shake. Shoot more. They, the, only player, the only player I'm going to say more is say that to. The only one on the team. Other than Ben sometimes when Ben is doing that thing where he looks weird. Which we're, we're probably not going to see Ben again this year, so who cares? Um... Cleveland beat Denver, which at, absolves that terrible loss we took, but not really. Yeah, Cleveland beat Denver on Saturday. Um, Cleveland looks good. So it makes a, our loss to them look a little bit less worse, except that one thing that I want to point out, and this is one of our biggest issues, is that when we lose, like, we don't lose in ways It's like, man, you know, the, the, oh, man, the Warriors just got hot. You know what I mean? Damian Lee on the Warriors, man, he just baked us. I, 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 you know, Damian, what are you going to do? I mean, he did bake us. But, you know, like something like that, where this dude just got high and and Dragon Bender scored 30. And uh, what are we going to do? We're going to do Toby shot well and everyone shot well. We don't lose games where we're playing, where our offense is playing well and the other team just bust our ass. When we lose games, it's always a thing. And this is why the sky is falling thing comes out of us so much. It comes out of me specifically. is because when we lose games, it's like all the worst things are happening. All the worst things. Uh, In this case, we've wasted an Al Horford game. He only gets like six of these a year, guys. That's it. That's all he's got left is six a year of good games. And we wasted one. We wasted one. You can't waste these. You can't waste these games. You just can't waste Al Horford games at this point, man. He, he just don't have it. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's, yeah, that, that's just rough. I mean, it, you know, anyway, we have no zip right now. Toby isn't doing that thing where he walks really fast back and forth. What does that mean? Well, if you watch Toby on a good day, Toby does this thing where when he's walk, when you see him walking to the huddle, he has this pep in his step. He's walking like like it's Free Pretzel Day. If you ever watched that that episode of The Office, Free Pretzel Day, that's how that's how Toby walks. Toby walks like it's Free Pretzel Day at the office, and he's hauling his ass to get that free pretzel. He wants that pretzel, um, but he didn't have it on Saturday. I, I don't know if the strip clubs in Golden State are that good or not. I mean, it is San Fran slash Oakland, so I don't, you know, I, I I so I don't know. Uh, can we redo the trade deadline now that Al is playing well? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Al allowed a Eric Paschal dunk. I don't know if that was completely his fault. It looked like he got, it looked like he got sealed on that play. Although I only saw it once. Hard to tell. Would love to understand Toby deciding to iso for five seconds without making any move only to give it up to shake with four seconds left. Yeah. So, uh, at one position, one possession, I think this was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It is in the fourth quarter. Uh, It's getting tight. We need a bucket. Shake. Shake has the ball at the top of the key. Passes it to Toby. Toby with nine, nine seconds on the shot clock. Toby starts dribbling. Right. Just dribbling with his right hand doing nothing. Five seconds goes. Passes it to Shake. And then Shake catches the ball with like three seconds left and has to hoist up a terrible shot. Doesn't know what to do. Toby, we're paying you for the last nine seconds of the shot clock. We're not paying Shake for that. Repaying you for the last nine seconds. If you're gonna ISO, then ISO. Don't just dribble for nothing and give it back to Shake. So yeah, no surprise, surprise, we lose this game. Uh can't believe I'm going to say this, but you gotta give it to Allen. Those mismatches. Yeah, there was a couple uh there for a minute. Toby, that was a three and the key. Yeah, down the stretch. Toby gets a three, a three-second call, which he was there for a while, is pissed off, but he's there for a really long time. Fur can has trouble stepping out of bounds. The execution of a well coached team with less talent versus a poorly coached team with more talent. Yeah, Furcan has trouble stepping out of bounds. Brett, Colin, let's run Furcan off a screen to the corner. Yeah. This was a it just a, an implosion of sorts. You know what I mean? Just just re, re I gave it a day off and I reread those tweets and all the anger came back. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of the anger is back into my soul now. Um poorly coached team. You know, what are you going to say? Kenny Atkinson got fired Friday and I immediately said, let's get Kenny to Philly. But, you know, I I want to take a step back on it. Maybe that's not the answer. Maybe it is the answer. I don't know. Putting putting players in flux is not great. All right. That's not great. It's just not good. But with that said, and now I and it sucks. I wish I would have done this podcast on Sunday Because I saw I was I made this analogy first and now I'm seeing more people make this analogy. But I promise you, I had this analogy Sunday morning and I just didn't uh, I didn't tweet it. I didn't say it on podcast. Uh, People compared the Kenny Atkinson firing to the Mark Jackson getting fired from the the Warriors. But that's not it because the (laughs) Nets are below a 500 team uh, and they have Kyrie Irving, who is a problem child and will no question is the reason why Kenny Atkinson got fired. The actual comparison is firing Brett because Mark Jackson soured in the locker room. He soured to the front office. Uh, He didn't really soured to the locker room. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I don't think he soured to the locker room, although there were players that, if I do remember this correctly, when Mark Jackson got fired, players were just unsure about Mark Jackson. Um, But when you have, like, a superstar like Steph, Steph doesn't want to undermine a coach, you know, I think it makes it difficult to really say anyone soured in uh, in the locker room. But Mark Jackson soured to the front office. The front office is not like Mark Jackson. They fire him, hire Steve Kerr, boom, championship team, boom, 73-9. and Um, And that is the actual comparison for us. The difference here is that the Warriors had uh, continuity. They had continuity. We do not have continuity. All right? We don't have continuity. We just hit a full season of Toby playing here. All right? We just hit a full season of that a few weeks ago. We have not hit a full season of Toby playing with Joel, Toby playing with Ben. We haven't because of injuries. We have not hit a full season, a full 82. Well, maybe we have because of the playoffs last year. We, we actually, we probably have because of the playoffs last year. Uh, I, I don't know if he played a full season with, with Joe. But listen, we don't have full seasons. We don't have a full season of Josh playing here. We don't have 50 games of Josh playing with these guys. All right? We don't have continuity. And that is a huge, huge problem. It's hard to fire a coach when you don't have any continuity along uh, in your lineups. You know what I mean? Does Brett have his issues? Yes, I promise you. And I listen, I don't know if I'm caping for Brett to keep his job. I, I don't even know what what my point is right now. I just think Brett frustrates the shit out of me. Is is he a good coach? Is he a good coach? That question. That's That's the question I'm trying to answer. The question, is he a good coach, is a question that is too incomplete to answer. Is he the right coach for this team? I don't know. Sometimes he frustrates me. Is he the right coach? Is he a good coach? I don't know. It's really hard to answer when you don't have any continuity up and down the lineup. You know what I mean? When you got players coming into a team where Brett is supposedly on a hot seat, how? what are you expecting exactly? What are we expecting to happen? What are we expecting to happen? When you don't have any continuity, what are we expecting to happen? Um, you just keep plugging. And then you got a front office that's making trash, trash decisions here. Just making trash decisions. Listen, one, Jimmy can walk. I'm cool. With what happened with Jimmy? That wasn't a trash decision, in my opinion. I'm cool with that. Jimmy could walk. The first trade was the problem. I didn't want Jimmy here in the first place. And you can ask anybody I know. I argued with a lot of people. I did not want Jimmy here in the first place. I get Jimmy. I get why people love Jimmy. I completely understand it. Cool. I don't like Jimmy Jimmy has only gone from locker room to locker room and caused issues. There's only been issues everywhere he's been except right now Right now on the Heat. Let's give it a year and see if there's still not any issues on the Heat. Uh, but, but he's just gone from locker room to locker room and left it on fire. He left locker rooms on fire. Now, something to say about that. Specifically, he's left locker rooms on fire where there was gas already on the floor. You know what I mean? There's gas on the floor and Jimmy comes in and lights the match. If he if there's no gas on the floor, he can't light the match. He can light the match, it's just not gonna cause a fire. You know what I mean? So so maybe that's the, the case here. There was gas on the floor in the in the in the in the form of Brett Brown's blood that's been all over this locker room where you don't know if he's gonna be the coach, where you don't give him any consistency, and then the fans are immediately blaming him, and maybe it's deserved. Maybe he deserves to be blamed. Um some of his decision making for sure is confusing. <laughs> You know, continuity doesn't help the 14 seconds off the shot clock timeout that he likes to call. Continuity is not going to help the 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 a, at the end of half lineups that are very confusing. Where you're closing a lineup with a bench player who's not an efficient scorer. It's not like Lou Williams or Jamal Crawford or somebody like that. That's like, well, this is a bench guy, but, you know, this is a, this is the bench guy. You know what I mean? Continuity doesn't help those things. But I mean, I mean, Brad, Brad. Coaching doesn't help those things. Coaching also doesn't help giving ninety million dollars to, to Al Horford, a hundred million to Al Horford. I saw somebody tweet, "Oh well, you were okay. You got everyone was okay. Everyone needs to relax. Everyone was okay when we signed Al Horford to a hundred million, and there were other teams that were offering a hundred And my question was, "Who was y'all?" Because she said, "Y'all, y'all were okay." Who was y'all? I never liked the Al Horford signing again. My I said, let's give it a chance. It's too late. It's signed. Give it a chance. Let's see how it goes. I don't like it, but let's see how it goes. Didn't work. Cool. Who else was offering him a hundred million dollars? If the Celtics thought Al Horford. Oh, man. Did you see the panel on Saturday? Oh, fuck my life. The panel where where Josh Harris and uh, and what's his face? The owner from from the Celtics are on are on a panel. And he says to Josh, I mean, we, we, we let you have Al Horford. We gave you, we gave you, Horford, we gave you faults. Oh my God. I almost stabbed myself in the fucking neck with my cell phone. Yeah, I would have made a gash with a object that is as dull as Brett Brown's coaching skills. With that fucking comment right there made me vomit all over everything. I died this week and I actually died. I'm actually back from the dead today. I died after I read that. After I saw that, that video. Embarrassing. So, so. how much is that Brett's fault? None of it. Yeah, he, unless Brett asked for Al Horford here. I can imagine he did. You know what I mean? Unless he asked for Al Horford to be here. Unless he's asking for, he's pining for Alec Burks. We need Glenn. We need Alec. I don't think Brett's doing that. You know what I mean? I don't think that was Brett. Has, does Brett have his shortcomings? Yes. Does he have, is he a great coach? Probably not. No. Is this his fault? Not completely. Not completely. It's not completely his fault. So we got the Pistons on, on Wednesday. Joe will be back. We play at home. So all of this goes away. We're going to trash the Pistons. We should. No, no. If, if Put it this way. If on Wednesday we do not trash the Pistons, you know what I mean? Like, let's say we lose. <laughs> let's say Christian Wood, who's been trashing everybody. Big Christian Wood supporter here. It also sounds like the poor name off of Christian Mingle. Christian Wood comes over here and dicks us. No. <laughs> No pun intended. Uh, if he comes over here and trashes us and we lose on Wednesday, I would be very surprised if Brett is the coach after that. I would be very, very surprised if Brett is still the coach. Um, but we're that's not gonna happen. We're gonna win on on Wednesday, um, and we got a home stand. Long layoff, you know, maybe yesterday off, today off, probably practice tomorrow. I would su- suppose get 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 Joe back in the fold. And then Wednesday, go and trash the Pistons and make everything look okay again. Um, we'll talk. I, I'm going to release a podcast tomorrow, I'll probably record it today, looking at some of the NBA, some of the things that have happened over the weekend. It was a fantastic weekend. Outside of us losing, it was a fantastic weekend uh, in the NBA if if we're being real. Just a, a great weekend of basketball. LeBron James just making his case for MVP. So we'll talk about all that. We'll take a look at the standings. The Raptors won the gun last night. No biggie. The Celtics lost yesterday. Um so you know what are we gonna do here? Pacers had a won a big game yesterday against the against the Mavericks. Um and now they're in the fifth they're in fifth place. They're a game ahead of us. So I think they're a game and a half ahead of us actually. Um so you know, we we went from high hopes to get the fourth to now stuck at sixth. So we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about it more tomorrow or well later, whatever on the podcast coming out tomorrow. Everybody, keep it real. Have a good Monday. Again, first day of opportunity. Enjoy it. Yo. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You think-